Welcome to Pardon the Confusion. This is Paul Arnold, your host. I'm joined by Nate Moyer and Ernest Watts, my famous co-host, the old-time odd couple for this podcast history. These two, I brought them together about a year and a half ago. It was a little rough at first, but they came together to disagree 99% of the time, and that makes podcast gold. And so, Nate, you're out in Connecticut. Are you social distancing? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just kind of hunkering down and had a field trip last week. But other than that, um, we should be home for home for a while, you know, just do, doing what we can, staying home and um, doing walks in the neighborhood. Yeah. That's about it. How much should teachers be paid, Nate? Oh, I always think that they should always be paid more. Good teachers, at least. Good teachers, <laughs> not bad teachers. Good teachers, the good teachers, they deserve, they should be millionaires. They're awesome. Well, you Boy, have... suck up, suck up to Paul's wife. Why don't you? Yeah, don't well, you kiss up. That's the common theme across America. People are trying to homeschool their kids, and they're realizing how much work it is, and how a lot of patience. And we're and parents are only doing it with a couple of kids. Imagine a teacher has to do it with a classroom full of thirty. Amen, brother. Amen. That's right. <laughs> and That's... people say, "Oh, they get summers off." You know what? If I had to put up with thirty kids like that, I need a summer off too. Yeah, they work so hard. And Ernest, your kids are long grown up. They have kids of their own. And you like to sit by the pool while the rest of the world is social distancing. You're right there by the pool. How rough is your life, man? And reading. I, I love your analogy of the, the odd couple because when I was younger, me and my brother shared the same bedroom. And I was not as We're not doing that, Ernest. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. Well, I wasn't as fastidious as he was. So I was the. Oscar, Oscar Madison. Yes. Yeah, the, the sports writer, the sloppy guy, and he was the Felix Unger. He was very, very, he had like a, a, we slept in one big king bed, you know. Back then, that's what siblings did. And he had like a wall of death, you know, line, do not cross this line. It was like 38 <laughs> parallel. Was it like this sticky socks death. in the line to keep you away from each other? Uh, if I changed socks, no, he was the one that was like, would put a board there. I mean, he was very, everything had to be hung up and picked off the floor and uh-huh. he didn't believe in wearing clothes for three or four days and oh uh, tmi okay i was gonna try so we were the original we were an offshoot of the odd couple well this podcast folks we're not sure where it's going because as you probably know unless you've been on a castaway island somewhere there are no sports going on just reruns and some of the other podcasts we've done, Masterclass, where we've been going back, looking at timeless sports talk topics like who's the best outfielder, infielder, wide receiver. But this time we're going to do a potpourri, um, a variety show of, of sports podcasting. Each one of us has picked a segment, and we'll see how well it goes. And I'll start with this, then Nate Moyer will go second, then we'll do Ernest in the number three spot there. And for me, when I've done podcasts over the last couple of years, when I wasn't sure what segment we should use, and at times I've overproduced it, but having a forced decision, making people decide one versus another, has always been a good topic. And when I was a youth pastor, our kids on a long trip on the bus would say, hey, what happens if Pastor Paul would fight Deacon Sam? Who would win? And I go, wait, what a second, what are you guys talking about? And they said, don't you know this game? We always pick two people, and then we all vote to see who would win in a fight. So we're not going to do that with co-hosts, guys. But I have a list of sports and entertainment 
uh, athletes and celebrities, if I want to say it that way. And I'm going to ask you guys, who would win in a fight? So the concept is clear as mud. You're yeah, but I was just wondering about your church. Didn't teach much of that turning the other cheek business, did you? Well, you turn the other cheek and you hit it, I think, was the point. No. No, that was a rough well, youth group. Was there a fight club? Was there a fight club? <laughs> yeah, the, was a fight. Don't talk about fight club. Yeah. When I was taking the kids to camp, they were already talking about fight club. No, not really. All right. We're going to start with Nate. Nate, we're going to start with you. You ready? Sure. Wait, Night. yeah. In a fight, who would win? Mike Trout or Bryce Harper? Oh, Mike Trout. I think Bryce Harper is a prima donna. So Ooh. Mike Trout. Mike Trout's the man. He's not no nonsense. He'd get it done. He'd focus on the goal, and Bryce Harper would still be combing his hair, getting ready for the fight. So oh, uh, you don't like his uh, mascara black mark on his face? Do I like do a not. wrestler. I do not. Uh, Ernest, do you agree with that assessment? Batting average alone, Trout has more contact. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. Wow. Okay. That was a good warm-up one. All right, Ernest, you go first on this one. In a fight, who would win? Messi or Ronaldo? The two most famous soccer fans. Well, you gotta remember Messi is so tiny. He's like five six and maybe 130 pounds. So Ronaldo, he's bigger. Uh physically he's larger. If you could catch Messi, that would be the trick. <laughs> Messi would I, I run around Ronaldo. Him. Yes, and Ronaldo's already had some uh, physical accostments, shall we say. He's had a couple of accusations of being physical, so he's got some experience. Mm, way to skate around that issue that a few women yes, thank have you, thank accused you. him in court of actions unspeakable. Nate, do you agree with that? I would take Messi. I feel like Messi's spry, and Ooh, um, you know, he'd low. probably play a little dirty. And yeah, he'd, he'd do that. Ronaldo would be keeping, keeping an eye on that mirror. Keep you know making sure he's looking all right, looking nice and pretty, and uh, Messi would get in there and messy him up. We'll call it. <laughs> I agree with you. I think Messi would win. I think he's always been like a scrappy dog in the fight, and I think uh, Ronaldo would just sort of say, "Oh, I'm not into this. This might hurt myself or something." And being, I being agree with both of you guys. Players, Trout would win. Being what? true soccer players, they pull flop to the ground and claim they got injured. <laughs> oh, my leg. Kick. Oh, my leg, my arm, my leg, my leg. Go ahead. <laughs> that is the one thing I cannot stand about soccer. And I think they've done a good job in the Premier League of reducing a lot of the fake falls and stuff. I think it gets to the World Cup, then they do it even more than other times. Um, all right, the next one, Ernest, we'll start with you. And these are two actors, and they come from the Marvel acting superhero world and the first one's a bad guy michael b jordan in the black panther his character versus anthony mackie the guy who played the falcon wow uh because of his, his experience in uh apollo creed's son creed one and creed two i'll take uh michael b jordan mm, very interesting i'm sure he i mean he looks in both movies he looks Close enough to a real boxer that I think he has some particular skills. Yeah, but he's Again, shorter than Mackey. Mackey could just fly away with his wings, so that would help in that <laughs> respect. But I go with Jordan, who's okay. immensely talented. Let me say he's he's more than just a Marvel character. You like anybody named Michael Jordan? Come on now. Well, that's true too. But he he is very very talented. All right, Nate, what do you think? I'd say I'd take Michael Jordan too. Um, I actually haven't seen the Falcon, so. 
Uh, but I've seen Michael Jordan. I've also seen him in other things. Uh, the Friday Night Lights is what I'm thinking of the last couple seasons. Um, and so, yeah, I, I take Michael Jordan. Not yeah. based on the name Ernest, but, yeah. <laughs> well, in the movie, when I was walking, watching Black Panther, I kept on thinking Michael B. Jordan in real life could beat up the other guy. Um, I forget the other guy's actor. I mean, just he looks so intimidating. Uh, and Chaz, so, Chaz Bowman. Yeah, he just looked like he was so on edge that it didn't matter what would happen, he would force his way to a win. All right, let's go on to the next one. Nate, this goes back to a few years ago, and these are two wide receivers with attitudes in the 2000s. Who would win in a fight, Randy Moss or Terrell Owens? Uh, Terrell Owens, he's huge. Randy Moss is skinny. Randy Moss is fast, probably has better hands, but Terrell Owens is kind of big. So I would think that, you know... If he hadn't broken a leg or whatever he played the Super Bowl with, um, if he was at full strength and Moss was at full strength, I think uh, I think To would would say get your popcorn ready because I think he would uh, I think he would take down Moss. <laughs> really? He would not he would not get mossed. He would not get mossed. He would not get mossed. Ernest, do you agree with such a appraisal? I agree. Not only after he whipped up on Randy Moss, he'd do some sit ups in somebody's driveway. And if he didn't break down crying about his quarterback, yeah, physically he is so much larger than Moss. That that would be an easy whip-up job. I disagree. No Not just a disagree, but Randy Moss, I think, has been around a few situations in his life where he's had to be sneaky smart. And I think Terrell Owens, if you caught him just the wrong time at the wrong place, I think he'd be down. So I'm just going to pick Randy Moss there. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right, we'll move on. We watch too much ESPN if you, if you can't miss, figure that out. Yes. All right, Ernest, here we go. This is two actors back when you would remember them in their heyday. Who would win in a fight, Bruce Willis or Mel Gibson? Is Mel drunk? Is that the precursor <laughs> no, to this? No, no, no. no both drunk? of these guys are healthy and uh, at the same level of drunkenness, if you want to put it that way. They're, they're m- much smaller than you think they are. And uh, Mel's had some temper problems. I'm going to take Mel in an extent that he seems like if he'd start fighting, you'd have to pull him off of. Bruce Willis always had that cool persona. You don't really see him do fistfights in movies, per se. But Mel, going back to the Road Warrior and all those movies, he could he could throw a whipping on somebody. So I'll go with Mel. I'll go always go with the crazy guy. <laughs> all right. What do you think, Nate? Bruce. Bruce, I take I take I take Die Hard one and two, Bruce Willis over uh, over Mel Gibson. Although Mel Gibson in the Patriot, you know the, the heart of a champion. I don't know that that'd be a that'd be a tougher matchup. But uh, any day of the week, I'd probably take Die Hard over any of the Mel Gibson movies. That includes a Lethal Weapon, and I can't think of the other ones that he's been in that he brawls in. But Ernest probably knows. Yeah, oh, the Road Warrior ones. I mean, that was that to me that was the beginning of it, but. Of course, then he got into directing. It hasn't done that many movies since then, since his problems, shall we say. Yes. And don't we all have problems, folks? I'm going to go with Mel Gibson, too, because that crazy edge, that crazy guy in a fight, you don't know what he's going to do. There's no limits. He could go anywhere and do anything just to win. All right. We'll go over to Nate again. Nate, we're going to do the same team. These two players played on the Baltimore Ravens when they won their Super Bowl. And both are all pro, maybe all decade players. But in a fight, who would win? Ray Ed, Lewis. Ray Lewis yeah. or Red Ed Lead. Ed Reed, excuse me. 
Uh, uh, well, I think Ray Lewis. I mean, I think it's the uh, what? What is it? The uh, the, the secret that everybody knows is Ray Lewis is, uh, I think, got acquitted of something. So I think we already know that Ray Lewis is probably <laughs> he's, he's got the experience. He's bigger, we'll but he's, he's not faster. Experience. Yeah, I hear you. No, but <laughs> I would say that. I think, uh, I, I mean, he just looks huge. And I mean, obviously, you've seen his intro when he comes out from the uh, from the locker room with this, you know, with the the dance and all that stuff. He kind of looks he kind of looks crazy. So I'd take him over Ed Reed. Now they both went to Miami, didn't they, Ernest? Yes, they did. You have a choice, Ernest, for us? Oh, oh, Ray Lewis. You know, because if he started winning in a fight, if Ed Reed started winning, we know that Ray Lewis's friends owe him a big favor. <laughs> so he's got his he's got his uh, supporters to help him out here. Plus, he's good at getting rid of knives. Also, I understand. Wow. So, so I would pick that incriminating evidence for that matter. <laughs> Secret weapon. I think Ray Lewis would win it, but guys, have you ever been on a team and in the locker room your teammates fight for whatever reason? I remember sometimes um, people get in a fight because one guy looked at the other guy's girlfriend. Another time, this guy got in a fight just because he was so mad at the game he played so bad, and the other guy just looked at him wrong. Uh, and all of a sudden, before you know it, in the locker room, there's two guys. You know, they're not punching really hard, but they just grab each other and wrestling around type of thing. Has that happened when you guys played sports? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, over the dumbest things sometimes. Sitting too, too close to some. I saw a fight because two guys were sitting. One guy was sitting too close to one guy on a bench or football team. <laughs> but you know, not stepping on your segment, you should have paired up Ray Lewis with OJ. No, Ooh. no, man. <laughs> wow, wow. That Ray Lewis would win that anyways. That uh, by slice. Oh. That matchup would have been brought to you by slice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they still make that drink? I haven't seen it in 10 years. They did not make that. Oh, I like that one. All right. Sorry, Paul. We went off, That's went off all right. Let's go off the tracks on that one. Uh, so, Nate, did you ever see fights in your locker room when you played football? Yeah, I did. Um, you know, just it, it was more just guys, you know, just passionate about, you know, we're losing or something. And, um, you know, we didn't lose. I think we only lost four games my senior year. But, um, you know, it's just it, it's just you're pissed off. I mean, things aren't going the right way. And, you know, they, they take it out. Hey, you're not doing your job. No, you're not doing your job kind of thing. Um, but, you know, we kind of nip that in the bud after after the game kind of thing. A day would pass or, you know, the next day we'd go watch game film and you know, they'd be forgotten about kind of thing or the coach would make them run laps or something. So, uh, um, but, yeah, it's usually just stupid stuff like that. It wasn't about, like, a girlfriend, at least that I was aware of. Uh, um, but... Usually it was just more of, you know, when you're losing the guys, your team, your teammates get upset, right? They're just mm-hmm. upset things aren't going our way and you start blaming teammates. What happens? Yeah. Happens yeah. The best All right. The next one, Ernest, you get to pick. And this is not their Marvel characters. These are real life guys. In real life, who would win a fight between Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth? Hemsworth. I mean, he's huge. Evans is kind of like normal size. Hemsworth is, and you know, he usually works out a lot. He's just a big guy. Hemsworth, he's, he's younger, he's bigger, stronger. Do you I have a Hemsworth. bromance with this guy? What's the deal, man? Oh, man, he's just, he does comedy. He does really talented. I, I, you know, you, you sit back with some of these guys in the Marvel Universe, and it's gone into phase three. Uh, and you look at, you kind of wonder, 
what will Robert Downey Jr. do next? What will some of these individuals, what will Scarlett Johansson do after the Black Widow movie? You know, what, what they'll be, will they be typecast? We, we all know the story about uh, 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 Reeves in the 50s who played Superman, who could not get another role and supposedly committed suicide because he couldn't get any more jobs in Hollywood because he was typecasted. So you wonder if some of these guys, because you look at Robert Downey Jr., his next movie, Dr. Doolittle, tanked yes. horribly. And I think Hemsworth will be able, I don't know if Chris Evans, other than playing the swarmy character in Knives Out, I think he's kind of pigeonholed no, too. No, no, you haven't talked to your wife lately, because I think both these guys will keep on making movies for a long time. <laughs> Nate, who do you think will win in that one, Evans uh, or Hemsworth? I'm going to go with Chris Evans only because Ernest and I have agreed too much this segment. So <laughs> we've we got to keep that 99% going. Yes. So I'm going to take the opposite. All right. For no other reason than that. Yeah. I think I'm going to pick Hemsworth a little bit over Evans. Evans has that Boston attitude. He's, he's probably been in a few scuffles. But Hemsworth grew up with brothers. And he grew up with two other brothers. And they wrestled and Australian tough dudes. I think Hemsworth would win. I don't think he'd want to fight. I think he's pretty even-keeled dude. All right, Nate, you get the last one. And this one All is right. classic. Classic. I think Ernest will want to say something, too. All right, you ready? Of course he will. Even yes. if it was yes. classic. Serena Williams versus Chuck Norris. Oh, Chuck Norris. <laughs> not, that I, not that I condone beating up a woman, but, I mean... Yeah, Chuck Norris is, uh, what is it? Chuck Norris got the coronavirus, and the coronavirus had to go into quarantine for 14 days. So bum, bum, it can't. Yeah, Chuck I knew Norris, you would have ever, at least one ever, Chuck Norris you joke. Bored, you say, um, I think it's like find Chuck Norris in Google's search bar and uh -huh. hit I'm feeling lucky and and see what pops up. If you're bored and, you know, like most of us are right now with the quarantine, wow. Google that. I'm going to Google find what? Norris, finding Chuck Norris and anything find else? Chuck and then you do the I'm feeling lucky underneath oh. the search. I'm feeling lucky if you know that from Google. Is, yeah, it just yeah. means the first one. It means you're up. way too bored. Yes, I get it. Yeah. So anyway, do that. But yeah, Chuck Norris. Not that Serena Williams isn't awesome. I mean, she's, she probably looks like she could beat up any woman in the world. But anybody paired up with Chuck Norris, I'm, I'm not picking anybody <laughs> but Chuck Norris. <laughs> All right, Ernest, any, I'm giving you a wow. chance to do a Chuck Norris joke here. Uh, this is an HR situation. It really is. Uh, well, you know, Chuck Norris, how about a factoid instead? Chuck Norris is the last living student of who? Bruce Lee. That is correct, sir. You are correct. And supposedly in the, he killed Bruce Lee in a movie thing gone wrong. Do you know his uh, real first name? Chuck Norris. Charlie. Carlos. Carlos. So he's Hispanic? Carlos. Or am uh, I yes. pigeonholing here? Well, he may have some heritage. I don't know. But Carlos is his first name. It's not Charles. Oh. Yeah. He got started as a stuntman in Hollywood and was trained by Chuck, uh, by uh, Bruce Lee to be a stuntman. And that's how he started out before he started doing movies. He's actually, his first movie was Into the Dragon. And he doesn't have his mustache in it, but he uh, fights off Bruce Lee in the movie which is 1970. So he's been in the movies for quick count. How many years? 40-some years? Mm -hmm. Still making money. That's not too bad. The last thing I saw him in was Dodgeball, right? Is that the last movie I saw him in? I don't know. I don't know what's his last movie. I don't know what his last movie would be. Do Dodgeball is the last one I remember in because he's the judge. He's a very crucial part of that. 
Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Lance Armstrong has a crucial part in it too, but that's how badly the movie's aged. <laughs> well, there's my segment, folks, and I will definitely look up Chuck, find Chuck Norris and check, click, I, I'm feeling lucky on Google, and see what happens here. So uh, Nate's given me a new thing to do and, and to pass my time, but I have been so blessed. Um, I've been working in the healthcare field for the last six years, and actually nine years, and um I've been working in environments pretty stressful. My son convinced me to buy a PS4, much to Nate's dislike because he's an Xbox guy. And I bought Madden. I've been practicing Madden. And he says, oh, Dad, you got to get the show um, 2020. And I looked up the price. It was 60 bucks. And I said, no, I'm not going to buy that. I'll wait. I'll get an older version. It'll be all right. And then he texts me the next day. He says, hey, me and the co-hosts have chipped in. We bought you the show 20. And, I, man, I was overwhelmed. It's nice having a chance to play it yet but uh i appreciate these guys on the podcast and uh, their support over the years and i'll switch it over now to nate nate you're up for the next segment yeah you can strike out every you know every <laughs> five minutes so thanks yeah you know but no it sounds I mean, like my yeah, high no, school pretty, life yes but I'm, I'm, I'm sure i'm sure you have a lot of fun playing video games uh it was good it was funny to see you get a uh, ps4 i don't think of people you know uh, not ageism, ageism, ageism. <laughs> we'll just say the generation above me. Um, you buying know, I, play, I play with Bernie Saunders sometimes. He has nothing else to do these days. We no, play we Madden together. Yes, me and Bernie play Madden. Um, but no, that, that'll be fun for you, Paul, obviously. Um, there'll be a learning curve, but you know, you can honestly, if you're having any struggles with it, you just go you go to YouTube and say, how do I catch the pass? How do I hit the bat, hit, hit the ball with the bat, right? Um, you can do that. I mean, you just type in PS4, the you know, the show, and there you go. So, anyway, um, sorry. I guess for my segment, I think what I'm going to do is, um, what have you learned during this quarantine? So, there's so many things about being stuck at home so much. Have you learned something at your house? Have you learned something about your neighborhood? Um, I'll kind of end with me, but I'll kind of start with you, Paul. Like, is there anything that you've kind of obviously you've gotten into PlayStation 4, but that's just recently. But is there anything else you've learned from? this quarantine as far as like your house neighborhood um your wife you know anything what have have you kind of (laughs) yeah i first thing i learned i need to be quarantined from the refrigerator during the this time um while you were giving that intro i put my mic on mute my mic on mute and ate a cookie so that tells you what direction i've been going during this quarantine um i think one of the big things i've learned is is how much we are really connected to each other and people like seeing each other and talking and and how much we've taken our freedoms for granted. And as much as I like doing the Zoom and the Hangouts and all the video chats, um, I haven't seen my grandkids in a month. And I've done that on purpose because I work in a facility where we've had COVID-19 and I I haven't caught anything, I haven't had symptoms, but I don't even want to take the chance that I'm walking around without knowing I have it. And then I give it to my grandkids. I mean, I don't even want to go there because my mentality is, hey, in two months from now, it will be over and our life, I'll look back at it and say, yeah, I did the right thing. I don't want to look back and say, how dumb was I? I couldn't have more discipline to wait. So that's another reason my son uh, set me up with the video games. I haven't done video games in seven years um, since my son pretty much took off from home and, and started his own life. Um, because for me, playing video games is all about having fun with him since he was a little kid. Um, and my wife is just too easy to beat in video games. It just wasn't any fun anymore. 
So that's what I've learned. All right. Is there anything else you've learned about like your house or anything? Or, you know, obviously like you're talking about eating, but is there anything like you've <laughs> noticed around your house? It's like, oh, hey, this faucet's consistently dripping now that I'm here so much more or um, this no. fan's loud or anything. Nate, I'm such an old man. We sold our house. We live in a condo. I don't have to cut grass. I don't. Have I know, to... but I'm saying in your con, in your house. Yeah, in condo. my condo, what have I noticed? That our neighbor once in a while likes to play loud movies uh, at about two in the morning, and he lives right below us. <laughs> and um, I, when I saw him coming out of his uh, a condo the other day, he didn't want to look at me eye to eye, and I said, "Hey, man, you know, I gotta get some sleep. I'm still working. Oh, you're still working." So, uh, yeah, I'm essential. Yeah. I'm essential. Yes. Hey, look at to me. I am essential. I even have a letter that I drive around. It's in my car from my employer. If somebody stops me, I can say, Hey, I'm essential. I can go here, 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 that type of thing. When you go to the Burger King drive through it doesn't work. Or, it does know, work at the McDonald's drive Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm essential. I can be here 24 seven. It's fine. <laughs> Ernest, what about you? What do you got? Anything you've kind of noticed well, around the house? Well, one thing, I'm in public health. So I, too, am essential. First time in my life people have ever associated me with the word essential. And there are many things I found out. One is, you know, in MASH, you could understand Trapper and BJ and Hawkeye when they talk with the mask on. But I wear mine at work, and I sound like Charlie Brown's teacher, like wah, 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 wah. How they could hear them so clearly on MASH is beyond me. And I didn't see mics hanging out that much. So how can I talk with my mask on all the time? That's one big thing. Uh, a lot of people are getting upset, you know, because people aren't sticking to the social distancing. People aren't staying away from the stores. And I go, hey, people don't stick to the speed limits. People don't, you know, they throw trash everywhere. They park in handicap. People don't adhere to the rules. This just in. I, I don't let it worry you. A lot of people are concerned, have reached out to me. My neighbors have contacted what are you doing with no sports? And I go like, you know, I'm a more developed person than that. I read. I like movies. I, I do video games. I mean, I have much more of a life than watching sports. It is hard. I, mean, I do miss baseball. So Sunday afternoons, I miss hanging out in the pool and listening to the Braves. And, you know, but, but uh, to the extent I've, I've learned, like all of us, that we take it one day at a time. We don't talk about plans in September, or October, November, because you really don't know how they're going to be impacted. It is fascinating at work how outside people have, have treating us so much better. I mean, Chick-fil-A bought our lunch one day and brought our lunch in just for what we're dealing with, nice. with the coronavirus. So I mean, it's it's nice to get somewhat of respect with people. I still go out to mental health facilities and uh, some 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 uh, long some housing to help work on policies. So I'm not entirely, but I'm essential. I can do that. But it's have I learned anything about myself? No, because I'm a pack rat. I knew where everything was. The grandkids come in and borrow a game. I can tell it's missing. I even have to look hard. Uh, my wife just comes into the, the man cave and just shakes her head at my hats, my books, and my DVDs. I have had a chance to catch up on a lot of DVDs that I'd saved up. I went through Band of Brothers, going to the Pacific right now. Uh, went through Castle Rock. So I'm doing more streaming than I did before this. 
because I would watch the ball game. I'd flip on the ball game and read. And by the way, uh, tanking to the top, uh, nice little book about the NBA and the Philadelphia 76ers. Highly recommended it. Just finished that. I'm reading more graphic novels, what you used to call comic books. I'm catching up oh, with okay. a lot of a lot of Batman. <laughs> We're worried there for a second, man. We're there, yeah. Comic books. Uh, the Long Halloween. Uh, a lot of uh, iconic Batman uh, graphic novels. Well, Nate, before you give so, your answer, I looked up Chuck Norris, and you know what Google said? What? It says Google won't search for Chuck Norris because it knows you don't find Chuck Norris. He finds you. Yep. There you go. And suggestions. You Run before he finds you. Try a different person. Try someone less dangerous. So, so Nate, what have yeah. you learned? What what inner peace has brought upon you by this coronavirus? Well, you know, kind of to echo what you guys have done, obviously, I was I was in a different situation. I was actually in the hospital last week. With a, I had to be there for a procedure, um, which was a little nerve-wracking. I was far away from the corona wing. Um, so, I, you know, I got, I got to see firsthand kind of what you guys are doing but on the opposite end um and you know i, I think this the staff there was fantastic they were great I, I made sure to just made sure i was as nice as i could be as easy as i could be as a patient um you know to make things easier on them uh, but i know that there was you know that definitely they're a little bit nervous being in the same building um but uh you know I, the first thing i thought of when i got home was you know shoot i wonder what i can do to as a thank you to them. Right. I, I, I don't know what I can do cause you're not allowed to really go in there. There's no visitors allowed or anything like that. So, um, I gotta see if I can find like, you know, a place that serves pizza or something that can deliver it if they'll even take them. Um, something like that. But, uh, the one thing that was really cool was I think with no sports being on the night I was there, uh, on the TV, they played the old 1995, um, Orioles game with Carl Ripken broke the record so that was cool they played the whole game in its entirety and um i don't know who i was texting with but it was something like it just looked like a vcr game like it, it looks like a game that you would <laughs> put in your vcr and they had the little espn bars on the side um but it was just kind of funny and you hear the old announcers you see some of these players you completely forgot i completely forgot bobby bonilla mm. was on the orioles um you know just just as little thing mets are still paying him they haven't forgot they are. They, they owe him is, it, is it may 1st what day is it, Jew? What day is it? Happy Bobby Bonilla Day? Yeah, May 1st, he gets $100,000 every year till 2027. It's it's crazy. But, you know, I mean, obviously around the house, um, you know, I've kind of gone a little stir crazy. We go out for a walk with the kids. Um, I make it part of their routine for their, you know, kind of their school routine. We get up, we make our beds. Um, we walk the neighborhood just to kind of get the wiggles out and come in and do some work. And then we kind of, you know, play in the driveway and then, you know, come back and then I try to find something educational on Netflix that they can watch while I make lunch. And then, um, you know, one, my youngest takes a nap and the, my daughter doesn't. So, um, you know, try to do all, you know, get all the school stuff done. I mean, I, I think her teacher's doing a great job. She emails every day with some tasks to do, um, some online links, some videos, um, of her teaching and things like that. So that's been helpful. Um, no, I mean, other than that, I mean, I, I've been trying to look at more stuff on like Netflix and, um, we just activated the HBO one so we could watch some HBO. Um, I watched the McMillions, which it, it kind of seemed drawn out. If you guys have looked at that about the yeah. game, it was a little too drawn out for, I felt like that could have been maybe one, two episodes max. Um, but one thing I kind of figured, I, I didn't really think about it. Um, I was at Target for some food stuff and got some practice golf balls. And we have this little hill in our yard. So I've just been practicing chipping. 
out in the grass. Um, just something, I mean, I, I've luckily, you know, I have a little patch of grass that I can do that. So I found something on, I think it was Dick Sporting Goods and it's a little cup, um, golf cup, mm-hmm. and then it's got a little flag. So you can set it up in your, in your, uh, you know, in your little yard and I have something to chip at. So that's, you know, I have no excuse for my short game now cause I'm terrible in my short game. So you get the practice golf balls. I mean, the weather, when the weather's nice, you can, you can chip, but other than that, I mean, you can, you can still ride your bike around the neighborhood. You can walk. People are really good here about, um, you know, walking in the neighborhood. You, everybody's on one side of the street or the other. You can still wave to each other. There's definitely the six feet there. Um, and then you had you kind of have some crazy people that are just, that don't, don't care. I see them online that are still at the parks when they're not supposed to be, you know, they go in the grocery store for one thing. Cause they just quote unquote, want to get out of the house where there's people that really need to get food. Um, but yeah, so, so guys, I mean, I, I obviously to, to go back to you guys, what, what have you been watching? Like streaming wise, is there anything streaming you've been watching or, um, DVDs you pulled out that you hadn't really seen in a while? Paul, we'll start with you. Um, my wife and I were watching Iron Fist, about four or five of those episodes. It's a Marvel sub-character about um, basically karate uh, at a different dimension, and this guy has to defeat the hand. It's been okay, but I can tell you Sunday I found myself watching last year's Masters. And why I watched it, again, because I saw it last year when it happened, was this time they had Jim Nance interviewing Tiger. And I don't know if, Ernest, you saw it, Nate, but what really struck me was Tiger's comment about he was so happy that his kids got to see him win and how much that meant to him. And then he talked about how everybody talks about when he hugged his dad when he won Masters the first time, but he says, nobody talks about my mom. She was there every time when I won, and she's still there for me, and she's seen me through thick and thin. And then she he talked about how much he appreciated and he got teary-eyed, the other players waiting for him. And I think Ricky Fowler has really been a leader in this over the last 10 years, where the old days were you played and you left, and everybody was in it to win it for themselves. And Tiger, they showed Tiger hugging his family, coming off, and then he saw his fellow golfers, and they were pushing around, hugging, laughing, good times there. And Tiger, when he was asked about it, started to tear up a little about how much he appreciated that these guys first held him up in such esteem. And then they saw him where he couldn't even hit a shot. And then they saw him win, and they were there to support him. You could tell that really touched him. And Audrey and I were talking, my wife and I were talking about who doesn't love a story where somebody is so great and then has such a terrible fall and then redeems himself and ends up a better person than he was from the very beginning. And... Man, that was captivating TV on Sunday, even though I knew what happened. To see him talk about it, it was like a documentary as it went along. Uh, so that That's was cool. fabulous. I, I really enjoyed watching that. I might have um, uh, <clears throat> got a little teary-eyed at one point when he hugged his son, because that was just sweet. Ernest, what about you? Uh, I've been watching the All or Nothing series on Amazon, uh, which follows a sports team through 10 segments. Did you see the Eagles? Is that the newest one? Is That's, the yes, very, very good. I like the it's Eagles one? Okay. one. I've seen that one. I've seen the Cowboys, the Panthers, uh, Manchester City, saw the Cardinals, saw the Michigan one, too. Uh, it's very well done. I really enjoy that. Uh, I've also, it's kind of, this is really going to sound strange, but it's soothing to put Red Zone on. 
NFL Channel for the last seven days, all day long, they run Red, Red Channel. And it was week seven, I think, today. And they just play it, you know, commercials. And I have it in the background, like I used to do a game. Nice. So there's something soothing about putting Red Zone on. And, and, you know, you don't remember all the games, how they end. You remember the games, your team. You remember all the Cardinals games. Paul remembers all the Lions games. I remember all the Panthers games. But some of the other games, unless it's something like the Ravens, which you know had a big long winning streak, you don't remember how they finished. So it's it's been divert it's been some diverting entertainment, to say the least. So I've been using that. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, something if you even go back like a couple of years, I couldn't tell you half the games. I mean, you, you know that what is it? The Browns didn't win a game that one year, but other than that, yeah. I'd say it's it, very hard to remember who's every week to week who won every game. You could probably you know, Ernest, you'd probably know, you know, some of the the year, the uh, yearly totals for win, wins and losses. But when you're just watching a week, a random week, if NFL Red Zone puts on a random week, you're not going to remember. So uh, that's that's not a bad idea. That's something else to watch. So uh, I started watching Silicon Valley. I threw that on. Uh, if you guys have watched that on HBO, that's pretty funny, too. About, about the uh, succession. Have you watched succession? Succession. We've seen that. We're probably going to start that up again. Um, we've already seen it, but we'll rewatch them. Now you can't watch Westworld around the kids. There's a lot of stuff we can't watch around the kids. They can't watch too much. So, yeah, and the first the day, season, first season of Westworld was very good. The second is getting a little tedious, and the third is even worse. But the first season, and that I guess that's because Anthony Hopkins was in it. it. Was well done. But the good thing is, is HBO. I guess they're doing a free thing now. Um, not everything, but they had, I think, Veep's on there. Veep's pretty funny, vulgar, uh, but funny. The Outsider. Uh, Watch The Outsider. It's Outsider. It's a Stephen King novel. It's very well done. It's very timely. Jason Bateman uh, directed most of the episodes, and he's in it. So I highly recommend The Outsider. All right. I At like least that. I tell you about it. Can't watch it around the kids, though. But the least, wait till they go to bed. Less I tell you about it the better off it'll be what no tiger king you're not going to talk about tiger no king? i'm not no don't even no i haven't gotten into that one yet elizabeth have, my wife watched it one no episode but she didn't make it i haven't uh, i just I, haven't jumped on yet yeah i go back to what oj says <laughs> oh my goodness what white people can't you find something else <laughs> wow I, one of the few times me and oj simpson Agree on something. Yeah, we saw one episode and we couldn't go for a second one. It was just too uh, sad. We got too much other opportunities. So, my turn, my segment. And they're both nervous, aren't they? All uh, right, simple uh, rules here, guys. Real fast, like, we'll make it lightning round. Uh, Paul, you go first. Uh, pick any sports you want. Give us five guys who are surefire Hall of Famers that are playing right now. Oh, my goodness. Wow. You want to think about it? Uh, no, let's go NFL. We'll go okay. Brady, Rodgers. Um, let me think. Keekly Rodgers and his one, his one Super Bowl victory. Okay, go ahead. David, I didn't know you made it this week. Glad <laughs> you could join us. Uh, I'm just trying to think NFL would be the easiest thing. Adrian Peterson's still playing, isn't he? Yes, he is. A wide receiver from Arizona. Really? Oh, let's see. Is that guy uh, Fred? Yeah. Fitzgerald is that his name? <laughs> yeah, I think he might make oh, it too. One more, one more. Uh, one more. Let's think of. I'm pick just gonna. Kicker. Uh, I'm I want gonna you to go, pick a kicker. 
Oh, Vinatieri. Vinatieri is easy. I was going to Christian McCaffrey just to make Ernest happy. Well, that would make me happy, but I think Vinatieri. Hey, there's two kickers you could go. You could look to Baltimore. I think they'd be – and, and realize there's only one kicker now in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Who is it? Who's the one Nick kicker? Jan Stenerud. There you go, Jan Stenerud. Boom, baby. Wow. All right, Nate, pick the sport, pick the five Hall of Famers. Let us pick you apart. All <laughs> right. Um, I want to make a little bit of a challenge here, so I'll say NBA. Oh, man, pick the easy one. Go ahead. I pick the easy one? All right. I'll pick the MLB. Let's say MLB. Uh, uh, Mike Trout. Yeah. Um, gosh, I, I don't know. It will never happen. Bartolo Cologne would be awesome to be in the, in the <laughs> Hall of Fame, but obviously that's, that's... Baseball, is, baseball really is more restrictive than the other sports. I mean, they really hard arguments about who gets in. The others kind of let anybody in. NFL's the worst. I mean, NFL, you have one good year and they'll let you in. But go ahead, baseball. We got Trout. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> um, you used to right. have one in Arizona until you traded him to Houston. I was going to say Goldschmidt, but I, I don't know. He's kind of tailed off a little bit. I want it to be Goldschmidt. Um, Zach Granke, obviously Justin Verlander, if you're going Astros. Yeah. Um, assuming they don't get an asterisk stuck to their names. But I guess they were pitchers, so I guess they're not really – Stuck in that one. Well, he, um, he'd go in for what he did in Detroit, I think, even beyond what Houston. Yeah. Um, I like Judge. I think Judge will be there. He's young yeah. still, but. Nice. Wow. I have my doubts. I mean, if injuries could really, there's so many guys who Adam Dunn, I can give you a list of guys, even the guy on his own team. Uh, Stanton, guys who start out and have that big year and injuries, they just don't have a full career in that respect. But go ahead, your choice. I'm sorry. Um, one gosh. more, right? Now I'm trying to think of somebody else. Um, we'll say, I'll say, no, I can't. I was going to say Vlad Guerrero Jr., but that's not going to work. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why not? What about, what are, what about uh, Matt, I'll say Max, Max Scherzer. I think he's done well enough. We'll say Max yeah. Scherzer. I think so. Yeah, I was going to push you towards the first baseman in Atlanta, but that's okay. No. Do you think Freddie? I was yeah. trying to get anybody yeah. there. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about Freddie. Freddie, Freddie. Freddie would get in if it's a weak ballot. I think that's what he's got to hope for a weak ballot. The year it is. Like it is baseball is really restrictive because you look at guys, and they have these, and I think the earmarks like 500 home runs uh, because of the out put of home runs in the last few years. I don't think that'll be the barrier. I mean, you look at Freddie McGriff who had crime dog. I loved him. I saw, him, I saw him hit a, I saw him a, hit a grand slam. Uh, it was my very first grand slam I ever saw in person. It was, I was, uh, it was at Joe Robbie stadium, San Diego, California. Every, every, uh, it was the start off the game. First, first, the leadoff guy got on. Can't remember him. Um, the next guy, and then it was Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn got on. It was bases loaded. Crime dog came up. I jokingly told my grandmother, who lived in San Diego, who took me to the game. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, how great would it be if it was if we got to see a grand slam? Next Boom. pitch, crime dog over the over the wall. So how cool." How did he get his name? It, uh, he got that when he was at, at, I believe, when he was in Cleveland. Was it that, or was it because of that McGriff, the crime McGriff, dog? The yeah, crime it probably dog. was. That's what I thought. Maybe, maybe I don't know. He was crime dog when I. 
latch on. How, how much do you think he got from pushing those Tommy Mansky uh, videos <laughs> all those years? Oh my gosh. One of the worst commercials. I thoroughly endorse hey, this product. When they hit the trash can from the outfield, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, Not even a catcher. They put it in the trash hey, can. Hey, I use those see. things with my son, those skill. The Tom and Mansky uh, DVDs. Yeah, no, man. DVDs. They were VHS tapes. Uh, he had 493 home runs. He's seven short of 500. And that's the only thing that's kept him out of the Hall of Fame. That and he's played with a, quite a few teams. I mean, it's these these artificial barriers in baseball when it comes to the Hall of Fame that they create, you know, at least 250 wins, 500 home runs, 3,000 hits. You know, if you hit those, you almost automatically going to go in. And I think that's going to change. I know there's some Dodgers that are in there, but there's absolutely no way I was picking a Dodger in this segment. So. You know, Kershaw, <laughs> you think Kershaw get in? I think he would. I think he will. As much as he's choked in the playoffs? He's more of a regular season guy, but... You know, How about guys Miggy? That never gets to the playoffs that are good. So who? Miggy. Miggy's gonna make it, isn't he? Yeah, Cabrera? yeah, yeah. Cabrera get in there. He won't be the first ballot. It'll be two or three. I mean, he's he's kind of like he's like a Vlad Guerrero senior. Degrom. Type of thing. Nick Degrom's probably getting in, even though he's yeah. It, it'll just it'll be a while. That won't be a first ballot. Quick, quick, both of you. Will <laughs> uh, Clemens Bonds ever get in? They'll get in the same year as uh, Pete Rose. Wow. That <laughs> means never. I think Paul, they'll get I'd in. I'd love to see Bonds. I really want to see Bonds get in there. I mean, you know, everything, all things considered equal, he still has to hit the ball. He still has to make the contact. It's not an easy thing to hit that ball. So even if he had a little push from it, he still has to make contact, which is not an easy thing. So, McGuire, will he Bonds. get in? McGuire has 500 home runs. Yeah, I think he's in the same boat as um, – Bonds, same thing. You know, you still got to hit the ball. In my, in my opinion, I think it, Roger Clemens is different because he's throwing the ball, so he's getting. You know, that's a little bit easier. I feel like with the steroids are really helping as a pitcher as opposed to a batter because steroids can't help you hit and make contact with the ball. Ninety, you know, ninety-eight mile an hour fastball. You've had one guy go in who pretty much was documented he used steroids. So is that the crack in the wall? That's Pudge Rodriguez. Well, I think I was going to say that those guys will get in with the Veterans Committee, but players, I think, have a bigger problem with this than the regular sports writers. So I'm thinking give it another 10 years, and I think you'll see some of those players get in, sort of sympathy vote type of thing. But I think I think everything that happened with the Astros is, in my opinion, worse than what happened to Pete Rose. I think Pete Rose should be in. If they're not going to take away the World Series from the Astros for all the shenanigans, I feel like... Pete Rose should have no problem going back in. If that's if that's the line, how Pete, is how is what Pete Rose? He bet on his own team. He didn't bet against his team to lose. The right? problem with Pete Rose, Barry Bonds, and Roger Clemens is they've really not shown genuine remorse. Mm. They've shown PR remorse, and I think that's the biggest barrier to the extent. I mean, I'm not hanging out with them. I don't know if they're not showing enough remorse. I mean, all I can see is the PR remorse. I well, mean, where else do you see it from? You look at Tiger, and Paul pulled it up pretty good. Tiger, we, we like the redemption story. Good gracious. When Nixon died, he was revered. Okay? We like to see someone who comes to the bottom fight his way back. But we have not seen that out of those three guys. Uh, McGuire's kind of kept low-key. Rafael Pomero is another one who has the stats and the numbers. Rafael mm -hmm. Pomero is one of... 
three guys who has 3,000 hit 500 home runs. But but none of these guys has, has shown a bit of – Tiger came out and Tiger showed remorse and toiled and kind of opened his whole life up for everybody to realize. And you haven't seen it with these guys. Mm. And I think that's that's the big thing difference there. Oh, my picks. Sorry, real quick, like, we're running out of time. All right, NBA, this is easy. LeBron, uh, Leonard. Uh, I like how you guilt Lowry. Nate to not picking NBA, and then you Because he wanted the NBA. That's I why he wanted it. Yeah. NBA's easy. They'll let everybody in. I know. Why would you give Nate a hard time then? Pop's going in. Got to throw in a coach in that respect. I got one left, right? Vince Carter. Jonas, Jonas, Jonas. Is Vince Carter going in? Vince Carter. Yeah, Vince is going in. Got it. Because the real thing is, it's it's the basketball Hall of Fame. It's not the NBA Hall of Fame. So your college career means as much as. Oh, then Carmelo Anthony's going to get in. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because Danny Manning went in, and Danny Manning was a mediocre NBA player. But Pop's going in. Ain't no doubt about it. And Kerr's going in. Mm. I know Nate's feelings about Steve Kerr that he kind of reaped what uh jackson, jackson brought in yeah. for him as a coach but but yeah he's going in i mean there's no doubt about that i don't have a problem with kerr i'm just i'm not sold on kerr basically is, is oh, what I'm saying. oh good I'm just, gracious I, 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 we, gotta, we gotta see something out of, i gotta see him coach a team that's not already stacked how can i forget the biggest one how can i forget curry curry revolutionized basketball he ch- changed the sport so you gotta go with curry Steph on. Clay Thompson gets in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't have that college career when he was at Washington State. But yeah, Curry's Curry's first time. I think Durant's in. I think Westbrook's in. Yeah, yeah. Westbrook's in. Uh, The Beard's in too. James Harden. Based on statistics. Yep. Yeah. I mean, again, it's basketball Hall of Fame is wide open. Baseball is the most restrictive. Football is even worse. It really NHL kind of sticks with theirs. All right, and now we get to our final thoughts. That's right. Isn't Paul? Isn't Paul the show? Hey, that's hey, all right. You're, you're I just had, trouble, I'm trying second. to fight my urge to eat a second cookie. So all right, I was get in, the cookie. Well, what kind Nate, of cookie is it, Paul? What kind of cookie? Oh, is it? it was a boring Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookie. But you know, sometimes it's good to Not go dependable fire. cookie action. All right. As long as it's not the reduced fat, reduced sugar, all that. <laughs> if it's a cold, solid chips ahoy, that's I can get on board with that. Paul. Yeah. So that's the, our final note should be: if you had one dessert in your quarantine, what dessert do you want to be in the house with? I, I'll tell you mine right away: apple pie. Give me apple pie Ooh, any day, good, all the time. Dutch apple pie. Dutch uh, my mom's crispy. apple pie with the yeah, great like crust uh, and a little crispy. vanilla ice cream. I'm good. I'm good. Do you do cheese? Do you cheese on no, your apple pie? No, no, Sacrilegious, okay. man. No cheese. I got to try that. I've, I've heard that from some no, older. No, no. Nate, what would you eat dessert? I would want a fr- uh, Wendy's Frosty Machine in the house. Because <laughs> you can do it with French fries. You just throw some French fries oh, in the oven. Oh, man. I didn't see that coming. Think big. Frosty Machine. If you could get <laughs> vanilla and chocolate, great, because you kind of want to break from the chocolate sometimes. But other than that, I'd just take all chocolate. It's fine. You just have a chocolate fountain, man. 
No, that's too that's too rich. The <laughs> you know, frosty machine with the summer coming up, you know, frosty machine would be nice. All right, Ernest, dessert. I know you don't have them very often anymore, but if you had only one dessert, I love Rocky Road ice cream. <laughs> do you like Weird Al Yankovic? Yes, yes, I do. I do as well. I yes, I was doing Road. a. Yes, there's a song by Weird Al. Take off on I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett. But I do. <laughs> I love Rocky Road. Ice cream. You can't go wrong with ice cream. For those who don't know, what's in Rocky Road ice cream? Uh, there's peanut butter. There are chocolate chips, and there are nuts. Marshmallows. Marshmallows. And marshmallows. Yes. A little yes. bit of everything. You get all the. You get all your bad desserts at one time, and it's cold. It's easy. It's you had me until it. marshmallow. I just don't like the marshmallow. You don't like marshmallows? Not or marshmallows? ice cream. No, no, no. You don't like ah, it. Try it. Try it. Try yeah. it. Try it, you like it's it. It's a weird filler. I agree, Paul. Sometimes yeah. it's a little weird. Yeah. I'll still eat the Rocky Road, but it is a little. I can I can understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Consistency. All right, guys, you've done it again. We've talked. We've entertained. We've made people scratch their heads, and we've done it all in an hour. So you got 20 to 25 seconds, each one, to wrap it up. Ernest, I don't know if you can do it, but the timer is on. 25 seconds. Sad farewell to XFL 2.0. Gone before we knew you. I enjoyed all five weeks before you left. I enjoyed springtime football. It just seems I won't see it again in my lifetime for another 20 years. And you can't return I that helmet. I think it can work. No, I are the hats. I have all the teams except the LA oh Express. Oh, my gosh. All right, 25 I have seconds all my hats up. Ready. Uh, Nate, you're 25 seconds. Yeah, that is pretty sad to see the XFL. Um Disappointing because I think they were they were planning on losing for three years um, all that money right two hundred twenty something million dollars so yeah disappointing um, I don't know get out there and support your local restaurants if you don't want to buy any food just see if you can order a uh, gift card over the phone or in the ma- and they can mail it to you and you can pay over the phone at least you give them some money and then when everything calms down you can go out there and and buy food again but yeah support support all the local all folks right. out there I know they they need it right now we're trying to do what we can so yeah and all right nate glad you're feeling better ernest glad you're still walking around after sitting in your chair for hours at on end and for for these guys this is paul arnold if you want to send us your comments your complaints your ideas or report us to ftc send me an email at go at gmail.com that's go blue arnold a-r-n-o-d at gmail.com and have a good night Wow.